Welcome back, guys. I'm so excited to be back with you again today. Happy Monday. I hope you guys have had an awesome weekend. So get ready and receive this awesome episode that I have for you that is all about staying positive as a stay-at-home mom, which I know firsthand that this is a ongoing effort, a ongoing process. It is not a one-time fix-it and I am positive throughout motherhood. No, this is something that we constantly have to work at. So I know you guys are going to enjoy this episode. You're going to leave with four ways to know how to stay positive and implement as a stay-at-home mom. So grab a notebook and pen, reheat your coffee, or grab your kombucha, and let's dive in. Hey friends, and welcome to Transformed Empowered Mindset. I truly understand what it feels like to find worthiness, purpose, set boundaries, and feel validated as a stay-at-home mom. So if you're ready to find strength through faith to overcome negative thoughts, set goals and boundaries, transform your mindset, and be encouraged, then my friend, you're in the right place. Let's show up with the magic that we've been given by our creator. So go ahead, reheat that coffee or pop that kombucha, and let's dig in. All right, so before we jump in, I want you guys to know that we have a hangout spot and it is Transformed Empower Moms Facebook community. So I want you guys to go right now, pause the episode, go right now, click the link in the show notes that says Transformed Empower Moms and join the Facebook group. I can't wait to hang out with you in there, give you tips and encouragement to create positive habits so that you can experience greater fulfillment in motherhood. Can't wait to see you over there. All right, so in this episode, you're going to walk away with four tactical things that you can do to stay positive and to feel validated as a stay-at-home mom, okay? So this is something that I definitely struggle with majorly after I became full-time home with the kids. This is something that I really struggled with was being positive and also feeling validated in my current role. So I want to share with you guys how that can negatively affect you and how to break out of it and shift your perspective. So I know it's totally normal as humans to pretty much seek the approval of those around us, especially for instance, like when we were kids and we drew a picture, we would take it to mommy and be like, oh, mommy, look at this. or Oh, daddy, look at this. And we're looking for them to say that it looks nice or say something good about the work that we've done. Or when we clean up our rooms when we're young, mommy, daddy, look, look what I've done. I've cleaned my room. We're looking for them to say, oh, you did a great job. Way to go. Keep up the good work. All those things like that. And so we naturally become ingrained with seeking the approval of others, especially those around us. A normal human trait, a normal instinct. But as we get older, that also begins to be our habit in our career and in motherhood and in other areas of our lives. Because honestly, when I went to college and graduated and I walked across that stage, the people that I was thinking about that I know and knew that was going to be proud of me was my mom and my dad and my sisters, my family, those that loved me most. I knew that they were proud of me. And if they did not show that approval or if they said, hey, well, I thought you were going to finish at this time or I thought you were going to graduate with this degree or whatever, that would really affect 
anybody on the inside because you naturally look for the approval of others to feel validated, okay? But let me share with you guys where that can hurt you. And in my devotion time, God really dealt with me about this and showed me the areas where I was still seeking the approval of man and seeking the approval of others regarding what I was doing and what he's called me to do. And so that area was motherhood. He basically revealed to me that because I was no longer working outside of my home, I now felt like what I was doing wasn't good enough. So I had to keep on trying to do different side hustles or trying to, you know, do basically anything I could to bring financial impact, regardless of the assignment that he had given me, regardless of any other impact that I needed to make in my household and to those around me. The only impact that I could think of that I could do was immerse myself in how can I produce financial impact or financial growth for my household. But that's all that was important to me at that time. And because that area of my life I felt was no longer validated because I was no longer at the job and people are no longer saying, oh, that's awesome. You do, you know, you work in the operating room and you do surgery, help assist in surgery and stuff like that. That's awesome. And that can really be challenging when you shift environments like that. But he began to show me in my morning routine, in my devotion, that I needed to seek his approval alone. So the first point I want to make is looking for your approval from God alone and not from man. Knowing what God or knowing how God feels about you and holding that to the highest esteem and letting that lead you, guide you, and bring about positivity and the happiness that we feel in our lives when we go and work a nine to five, all those things like that. Letting that be the premise or be the highlight of your day to stand on, knowing that he is proud and he approves of the path that you have taken and what you're doing. And this is a scripture that comes to mind that I want to share with you guys. And it's in Galatians chapter one, verse 10. And it reads, obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but God. And this is in the New Living Translation. If pleasing people were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. So I want to highlight two things in this verse of scripture. For one, we are not supposed to be trying to win the approval of people, but God, number one. So I had to check myself there. Who am I trying to win the approval of? Who am I trying to make proud? Who am I trying to please? I should be trying to please God. So that was the first point. And the second is that we are Christ's servant. So as Christ's servants, we are to do what he has called us to do, not all the many things that we have put in place to do, because that can just cause burnout for one. So that really spoke to me, and I just wanted to share that with you guys. All right, moving on to point number two, get to know what God says about you. That is something that I had to really get ingrained, and still I have to review scripture so that I can keep at the forefront what he says about me when those negative thoughts, when those negative um, patterns or habits start to try to creep in. All right, hold on, wait a minute. When I feel that way, I have to stop what I'm doing and just really think, what did God say or what does God say about 
me when I start to feel unvalidated or unworthy or unaccomplished, like anything like that, that are lies. When you start to feel that way, slap this scripture on it, okay? It is in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, and it's also New Living Translation. And it reads, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do the things, excuse me, the good things he planned for us long ago. So that causes me to rewind all the way back to when I was in my mother's womb. He planned stuff for me to do. He has my life planned out long ago before I ever got here. So I have to remind myself of that. And you have to remind yourself of that when those negative thoughts start to creep in about who you are and what you're doing. You are God's masterpiece. He created you anew in him so that you can do the good things that he's already planned out for you. You don't have to worry about it. You have to concern yourself about your future. You just have to be obedient what he has planned out for you long ago. And so really getting that down in your spirit and reviewing it when you are just at your darkest days, because we all have them, and your weakest moments and just reminding yourself and building your spiritual man up as to what God says about you. All right. And point number three, you are equipped with the tools to not only survive this season of life, but also to thrive in motherhood. But you have to be okay with doing things God's way, not yours. And y'all, I know that can be super tough as driven, busy moms to not want to make plans for our future, to not start putting plans in motion. And trust, I struggle with this one still, but just to not be so proactive in making the plans for our lives, but to trust God in this process and to hear his voice and to let him lead and guide us in this season of life, which the opportunities are endless. The possibilities are endless, but we definitely want to do what he has called us to do and in his timing and not ours because man, he's already made plans for us a long time ago. And to uncover those plans is to constantly seek his face. And the last point I want to make is to see yourself through God's eyes. Make peace with the mess for now. And what I mean by that is don't allow yourself to be so upset and frustrated with the clothes on the couch, the toys piled up in the counter, the dishes in the sink, the messy table, all the things that just makes your skin crawl and you just wish you had time to take care of all of it right away. Make peace with it because those things truly do steal our joy in the time that we have with our loved ones. And I know that one is not easy because I still struggle with it, but learning each day to make peace with the mess that it will get done, but to not to allow that to just throw me into a whirlwind of bad vibes and bad moods and not want to be bothered with anybody. So for now, go with whatever works for you and your household. That is huge to not compare ourselves with and to anyone else. And you know how you can slow your mind from comparing yourself decrease the social media time. I'm telling you, when you do that, you will begin 
to have a sense of control back in your life. So I encourage you guys to do that so that your mind can think in the way that Holy Spirit is leading and guiding you so that you can truly do what works for your household and thrive in this season. Thank you guys so much for listening. I pray that you have left with a few gold nuggets that you can take into these next few days and truly uh, show up as the mom that you desire to be and to know that I am with you. I am supporting you and I hope to see you in the Facebook group. Please join because in there I will be sharing tips and cheering you on in this journey that we are in together. So thank you guys so much for listening. If you have not left me a review, please go and do that right now. It allows visibility for the show for other moms who could truly benefit. And it is also the number one way to thank me. I get so excited when I see you guys review. So please go and do that. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you guys back real soon. Hey mamas, if this episode has encouraged, motivated, or inspired you in any way, I'd love to hear from you. I can be reached at support at KimberlySexton.com. Remember to click five stars and leave a review. Please and thank you. Bye.